0: Are you tired, mama? Tired of feeling like you have to resign yourself to either being a hot mess mom who's drowning in the chaos of motherhood, or a Pinterest perfect mom who looks like she has it all together, but on the inside she's really miserable. The world keeps telling us that these are the only options, but that is such a lie. You can get out of victim mode and you can make changes to bring more joy to your life. And at the same time, you can find freedom in remembering that you can't control everything and you can stop striving for perfection. I'm Mackenzie Tricola, and I'd love for you to join me every week here on the Practically Joyful Mom podcast to talk about realistic ways to bring more joy to your mom life and how to choose to be joyful even when it feels like the chaos is winning. We'll talk about intentional parenting, simplicity, faith in following Jesus, connecting with your kids, taking care of yourself, and so much more. Are you ready to leave Hot Mess Mom and Pinterest Perfect Mom in the dust? Are you ready to choose to be a Practically Joyful Mom? Then welcome in, friend. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, friends. Welcome back to Practically Joyful Mom for episode number six. I'm Mackenzie, and I'm really happy to just be with you today. I'm thankful that you're joining me, and I am so looking forward to our time together today. This year, 2020, has been intense. That is probably a huge understatement for a lot of us. I don't even know all the words to describe what this year has been, but it has been a different year, a challenging year. It has really been something that a lot of us were not expecting, could not have been expecting, and it's been really, really draining, really stressing. All of the things this year have left me just feeling so drained, so worn out, and I'm guessing that I am not the only one of us who feels that way. Strains of the pandemic and lockdown and social distancing, uncertainty about basically everything, school decisions, all of the division and the contentious disagreement, especially in the United States this year, have just left me feeling so tired More than physically tired, although, yes, also physically tired. But it's more than that. It's this soul, deep, tired. So today, during our time together, I want to talk about soul care. About what soul care is, at least in my definition, and why we need that in our lives. The world talks a lot about self-care. And it is really important to take care of ourselves, but as often happens, things can get really twisted in a weird way by culture. The Pinterest-perfect stereotype of motherhood tells us that proper self-care means eating only quote-unquote healthy food, drinking tons of water, exercising for hours every day, getting a massage regularly going to get a pedicure, a manicure, a facial, going on a trip every couple of months just by yourself for alone time or with friends. And those are not bad things. Nothing is wrong with any of those things. They're good things. And we should make caring for ourselves a priority. But let's not fall into this perfectionist trap of thinking that you have to have all of these things or you can't be okay. And that then you just have to throw up your hands and forget it and just accept that you're a hot mess, you're a disaster. It's okay if there are days where self-care looks like you get to take a shower without any little people in the bathroom, or you get to drink like a yummy smoothie with some good nutrients in it, or you get to sleep a little bit extra. We don't have to completely give up on taking care of ourselves just because it can't look like our ideal version of self-care. On the other end of the spectrum... There's the hot mess mom culture that tells us to just forget about self-care. There's no hope for moms to get what they need. Just have to wait till your kids are grown. Or there's this idea that self-care just means going out with girlfriends to complain about your kids or your husband once a month. And that's a really hopeless message. You do have the ability to make some time and some space to take care of yourself. It may not look like the pinterest perfect mom way of things like we already said but it is important to take care of yourself you can make time to take care of your basic needs and everyone in your life will benefit from you being in a better place physically a better place emotionally self-care is a good thing but i think we can sometimes get the wrong idea about what will really fill us up We think, if I could just get a massage, if I could just get a pedicure, if I could just eat some chocolate, this is me, "um, if I could just watch a movie, it would fix what's wrong in my life. Massages and chocolate are good, I love these things, but they won't necessarily nourish our souls. Sometimes what we need is basic physical, emotional self-care. Sometimes we need to relax, watch a show, eat something delicious, just take a break, but we also need self-care for our souls. We've all heard the analogy that you can't pour from an empty cup, right? You have to fill yourself up to fill up those around you to love and to serve them. But we can fall into this place of doing lots of things to have self-care for our bodies, for our minds, and end up neglecting soul care. So when we have a break during nap, after our kids are in bed, sometimes it's okay to just So now just relax. But other times we need to do the harder work of caring for our souls in a way that will fill us up deeply so that we can give deeply to others. Soul care doesn't always look relaxing. It might kind of look like work, but it's the deep sort of work that is deeply fulfilling to us. So what is soul care? My Completely own made up definition. This is just me, not whatever things you might Google on the internet. As a disclaimer, I did, after I wrote out what I wanted to say, some notes for this episode, I kind of Googled soul care and there were all sorts of websites and things that I did not delve into. So if you see other weird things out on the internet about self care, that's not what I'm talking about. This is just all my own definition. So I don't know. Don't think that I'm talking about something weird that you read on Google. So my definition, what I'm talking about today about soul care. Soul care is deeper than surface level skin deep self-care. Soul care is when we actually address some core underlying issues going on in our lives or when we spend time doing things that will nurture and nourish our souls, not just our bodies. It doesn't always look easy. It doesn't always look like rest, but it can bring us to a place of rest a place of deeper peace. Soul care is something very individual and it's something that probably looks very different for you versus how it looks for your friends. I kind of think of it as if self-care is like watering the flowers in the garden of your life and maybe plucking a couple little weeds. Soul care is more like tilling the soil, pulling up the roots of weeds that are really getting in the way. So, to kind of get an idea of this idea of soul care and why it matters, I want you to just stop and imagine a couple different scenarios with me. If you're somewhere that you can safely close your eyes, you can do that. If you're driving, please don't close your eyes. Um, but if you can, just close your eyes and imagine with me you've put your kids to bed, done with responsibilities for the day, and you just collapse onto the couch. Pick up your phone, scroll through Instagram, scroll through Facebook, check your email. Maybe you watch some news, watch TV for a couple hours, and then you fall into bed. How do you feel? Not like, do you feel guilty for how you spent your time, but how are you really feeling after that? Overwhelmed? Numb? Disconnected? Exhausted? Now... Let's imagine a similar scenario. You've got some time, whether it's after bedtime or whenever. And now imagine doing something that you love during that break. Maybe it's playing an instrument if you're musically inclined or just listening to music, writing a poem if that's something that you like, knitting something, painting, doing some sort of a craft. I'm really not super a craft person but I know for other people that fills them up and really brings them joy maybe it's writing in your journal or reading a book that challenges you to think going for a long run starting a new project writing an appreciation card to a friend or family member where you really just take time to focus on them and give them some life-giving words how do you feel after that refreshed encouraged, peaceful, joyful. It seems so much easier to collapse on the couch and just do something passive, something that requires little thought or energy. I know this is what I want to do a lot of times, but what's our return for those things? Again, I'm not saying it's bad. You should just relax sometimes. We absolutely need those times to just chill. Um, But sometimes we are soul deep weary and we need to invest some energy in an activity that will refresh and refocus our souls. It may feel like we don't have the energy to do it, but when we do those things, we find the energy to do them. And they give us so much more energy than we find from just zoning out, from just doing something to numb our feelings. In Matthew eleven twenty nine, 29, Jesus says, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. He says, come to me. So the secret of finding rest for our weary souls is to come to the one who loves us unconditionally, to spend time with him. And I think it's absolutely critical to spend time with him by reading his word, by specifically praying and talking to him, but those are not the only ways that we can be with him. We can turn so many activities in our lives, things that we love, into a way to come to Jesus for some soul care, into these opportunities to exchange our burdens and our weariness for his rest. Some of my most treasured times spending time with God have been things like going for a run and at some point just stopping and staring up at the sky and all of its vastness and appreciating the beauty of his creation. Or painting a mountain scene at a painting class. I'm not super artistic, but I enjoy it. Um, and just feeling thankful for this gift that God has given us to take raw materials and make something beautiful, at least something i thought my painting was beautiful maybe not everyone else did but i appreciated that creative process or things like cooking a delicious dinner for a friend who just had a baby because i really wanted to make her feel loved and to lighten her load and i found that even that was a way to come away and be with jesus because i was thinking about how i could love and serve in the way that he was calling me to Another beautiful time that I felt like was time coming away with Jesus for rest was just dancing in the snow in my backyard and thanking God for the beauty of it. Um, Or reading a good book and journaling about what I'm learning in order to really apply it to my life. I've had beautiful times with Jesus walking by a creek or a river and just listening to beautiful music, contemplating the words or the beauty of the melody. So these are all ways that we can come away and spend time with jesus it doesn't have to always just look like sitting down and reading the bible and again i'm hopefully you hear me not saying shouldn't do that but i think there are all of these other things that we can do um to help us just appreciate god's creation the creativity he's given us so many other things that we can do to come away with him and find rest For a lot of years, I felt like I didn't have time for these things because I didn't have time for a hobby. Once you have kids, sometimes it feels like hobbies are a frivolous thing. And I had this perfectionist idea that if I didn't have hours and hours a week to devote to learning to play the guitar or something, that I couldn't do anything creative. But soul care is not really just about having a hobby It's about doing things that nurture your soul, things that make you feel close to God when you're contemplating creation, appreciating the creativity he's given you, exercising your ability to learn and study and grow, or digging into the word and applying the truths that you find there to your life. These things require some effort to undertake. It's a little bit more effort than sitting on the couch and scrolling through something on your phone. It can feel overwhelming when we're weary, but when I do choose to do one of these things, I feel replenished, recharged, encouraged, and joyful in a way that Netflix, chocolate, Facebook can never offer me. So my practical challenge for all of us, myself included, today is this, when you feel soul-deep weary, don't Always just automatically reach for the remote control or your coffee mug or your phone. Ask yourself how you could spend some time with Jesus doing something that will till the soil of your soul, something that will nurture you deeply, cause you to stop and appreciate the wonder and the beauty of your life to thank your creator for the way he's made you or to dig deeply into the soil of the garden of your heart and pull out some of the weeds that are creeping in. I think it can feel overwhelming for us as moms to even figure out what these things are. Sometimes we get so in the rut of dishes and diaper changes that we sometimes forget what are the things that nourish our soul's So I thought of a few questions that we can ask ourselves to kind of help tease out what things will be soul care for us because it's very individual. So one of the questions is, what did you love to do for fun before you had kids? If you can remember fun before kids. Um, What activities leave you feeling refreshed and recharged? What makes you feel connected to God? Being in nature doing some sort of creative project, reading or writing, just walking and thinking. If you had an entire day to yourself and you weren't allowed to do any work, any dishes, any like work outside of the homework, any diaper changes, any anything, right? No work of any sort. What would you do if you had an entire day to yourself to just choose something? And usually we'd don't have an entire day for this, but what would you do? So these are just some questions to give you some ideas of what might be some activities that you can do to take care of your soul. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love it if you'd subscribe to the podcast, that way you can not miss future episodes. And If you did enjoy this message, if this was helpful and uplifting to you, would you just share it with a friend? Just tell them what you listened to, talk about it, send them the link um, so that they can have this message as well about taking care of our souls. If you finish this episode and you have two minutes, it would really help us to reach more people. If you could just pause what you're doing for a second leave a quick rating and a review that will definitely help the podcast to reach more people and if you want to connect more you can follow me on instagram at practically joyful mom or you can send me an email at practically joyful mom at gmail.com thanks for being here today with me friends for choosing to spend this time together i hope that you are feeling inspired and equipped to spend some time caring for your soul and not just your body i'll see you next week right here for another episode thanks for choosing joy with me friends